Greetings and salutations. It is the Clary Podcast. Am I even recording? Where record? Good. There it is. There's the audio thing. There's a little graph showing that my voice is being picked up by one of these Blue Yeti mics. Wonder if there's a new one. Wonder if there's a new mic out there. This one you have to constantly reinstall the drivers. It becomes a pain in the ass. And uh, we, we are live from what was once cloudy Minnesota. It was cloudy and gray. It was sad and depressing. There was no reason to go outside. There was no reason. I knew this last year. There was no reason to come back to Minnesota during March. But you're like, eh, it's, it's fine. And No, it's not. It really isn't fine enough. It really isn't fine enough. But now the sun is out. And I'm like, oh, hey. And it's, it's, that, it's that deprived of sun. It almost is like Seattle. It's that deprived of sun where I stopped what I was doing. And oh my God, have you guys flooded me with asshole consult? My, I've had last year to tell you some good news. We uh, we did the taxes, <clears throat> and uh, 2017 sales were up 34 percent compared to 2016. And I looked at the quarter that's almost ending, and holy cow, we're up 10 or 12 percent from that. And uh, yeah, I had uh, I, I had it, it's sad. I, it's actually a full time job. It's it's bad news. Bad news, everybody. The old captain is now working a full-time job uh, across all the different platforms. Yesterday alone, I think, between filming and everything, seven hours of asshole consulting. It's not just the videos. It's not just, everyone oh, just upload 15-minute video. There's emailing. There's there's marketing. There Well, there's very little marketing, actually, but there's all this overhead that goes into it. There's editing. There's uploading. There's rendering. And um, I got the system down pretty efficiently, but for every video you see up there, there was at least like five to ten minutes of some kind of overhead that went into it. And um, did I do ten? I think I did ten videos. How many videos did I do yesterday? How many? Let's look this up. Is it YouTube.com slash Aaron Cleary? I never knew. Let's take a look. Oh, user slash user slash Aaron Clary. Well, fancy schmancy. Uh, how many videos? Oh, wait. These are all today's. <laughs> these are all today's. All right. Here we are. 21 hours ago. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That one, yeah, ten days ago. Good Lord, and how many do today? One, two, three. Just got three, but I had to do three email uh, responses. And uh, so it was cloudy, and I was indoors all day. I knew what it was like to be a QB, huh? QBs, normies, informies, uh, formies, inferiors. No, normies? What do I say? Normies, conformies, and inferiors. Let's add to that QBs. I was a QB yesterday. I just sat in front of the screen and, oh, God. Oh, and there wasn't any reason to go out. I ended up going to the gym because why not? You can just go be indoors somewhere else. At least you get to see something different. Been getting so bored. I've been going to different gyms because I belong to one that is a franchise. And, oh, let's go to this town. I've never worked on these machines before. All right. Hey, there's a different Perkins in this town. 
And so when the sun came out for the first time in four days, I believe, not even exaggerating, I said, screw it, done, fuck it. Video was uploading. Still have three left to go, two of which are major. And I went outside and drove around. In anticipation, I had I was like, I'm gonna go run an errand. And I ran an errand because I have a video request that's unique and it's gonna be kind of funny. I think you guys will like it. I want it to be a surprise. Not gonna tell people what it is, but I have I have a very cool request that came in. I'm like, dude, that is awesome. And I was like, I wasn't gonna charge you for the request because it was funny, but I said I'm gonna charge you for something. I'll give you a hint that I gotta drop in the mail. So you want something in the mail? So I say, okay, that's going to cost you though, because now I got to take time and effort and money. I had to go buy something and all that. And so I went around. It was exciting. I was excited. I was excited. I had to go to a paper store and then ended up not having to go to a paper store. I had to get a paper. I'll give you a hint, a clue, another one. I had to get a certificate, like certificate paper, because I make a certificate. And I go on the internet and I look around and I did not realize that, there. hey, there's a paper stationery store two miles away, right there. I don't have to go to the office, Max. I don't have to go to the Target. Right there I go. So I go to the paper store. You know, it is the paper store, a stationery store. Like, oh, they got, like, I'm confident. Old Captain is excited. He's going to save 10 minutes of time. Gets the economist in me going. I walk in, I say, I need certification paper. And you walk in and it's all flowery and this paper and that paper and thick paper and, and cards and, and crochet or whatever, the mache, paper mache. And then there's the little 20-something girl in there and she's like, we don't have certification paper. I'm like, what? You don't have, like, the certificate thing? You print it off, hey, you know... Like the like uh, corporate America does, instead of paying their employees more, they make up some bullshit award. The Mon- Charles Montgomery Burns Award for the outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. You guys remember that one? Wells Fargo Bestseller on Tuesday Awards. <clears throat> corporate Cube Dweller QB the QB Award. Hey, you get a I got a QB. I got a QB. Why, no, dear, I didn't get a raise, but I got my QB award. <laughs> I can put it next to my little plastic glass thing. That's another one I remember when you always go in for the interviews. Remember when you used to interview? It's been so long since I interviewed. I haven't interviewed, God, <clears throat> seven years? I'm going to have a 10-year anniversary celebrating the fact I never had to sit in front of some fucking HR cunt's face or some fucking corporate cocksucker's face asking answering the stupid fucking questions. But I do, I do remember going in, and especially in banking, all the banks did this, big ones. There'd be some kind of glass trophy people would have on their desk. And it would have uh, engraved in it, you know, okay, 1996, goodest game player, team player award of, you know, this division, or... Uh, uh, best salesman or honorables it's some and I'm like looking at okay so for what amounts to no more than half a pail of sand and some money that was put into melting it into glass so for like 36 cents 
And oh, let's, I forgot the plastic and, and the felt that's on there to prevent it from scratching the desk. For, so for 38 cents, you busted your ass off. You probably put 400, 500, Lord knows if it's a lifetime achievement award. You put in potentially thousands of extra hours that you didn't have to, that you could have otherwise spent on your own life and your own wife and your own kids or your own husband or just drinking and playing video games and having fun. Instead, and you didn't get paid extra. Because I know Wells Fargo and U.S. Bank and all, you didn't get paid extra, but you got a nice shiny trinket, huh? You got a nice shiny trinket to put on your little desk there, and you're you got your own office. Of course, it's it's removed from the sun. It's nowhere near a window. You have a very nice view of the beige metal filing cabinets. I guess the toilet is conveniently by. I guess that's an upside, but yeah, you know, you got an office here in this. Oh, and look, you got that that uh, fluorescent light there that gives people headaches, and you got a nice shiny trinket. Oh, look at this shiny trinket! You look at your cubie. Some people get plaques. Great foundational leader in the fuck all awards. I can't even call them awards. <clears throat> Bestseller. This plaque, that plaque. And then when you die, you know what the family does with all those things when you die? They throw them the fuck away. They throw them away. Anyway. So I'm like, you don't have like the certificate. Oh, that's why I was going with this too. So even worse than the plastic or the, the, the glass trinkets is when they go to some like weekend retreat or they sit through one seminar and they get a completion or certi- certification of completion. This piece of paper certifies that John McSuckycock, he if he's he completed the training and how to use a left-handed mouse. Mm. Great. And they're up there like like this is a thing. Your kid's three-year-old's drawings up on the fridge have more value, point, and purpose, and talent behind that. You just sat and listened to some guy drone on about nine-month bullshit. But you got your QB. You got your QB certificate and being a QB. You cubist the best cubes that ever QB'd. So here it is. Got the paper. Got the certificate. And I'll tell you, this certificate I'm about to put together has more value then pretty much, well, okay, anything has more value than most college degrees. But this thing's got more value than any certification people have. Oh, it's good. It's good. I don't want to oversell, though. It's, it's not great. It's not revolutionary. It's a, it's a good guffaw. Everyone have a good guffaw with this. So that's it. How you guys doing? Uh, it is the Clary Podcast. Um, I, I just, I've been wiped out with work. Didn't really want to do this. Uh... I just honestly wanted to play Call of the Wild, Breath of the Wild. I just want to play video games. Got really into this video game. The Nintendo Switch has reinvigorated my interest in video games. I've also learned to calm down. I'm like, calm, you must be calm. Even though I'm working full-time now. Good Christ. Hopefully that won't be a trend. Hopefully it's not like herpes, permanent. (laughs) But then you have to rest. You have to relax. You can't constantly go, 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 go. And I learned that I was in a better mood. When you sit and relax, we've been also watching uh, the Celebrity Roasts with Dean Martin and Don Rickles and all those guys and Foster Books. My God, are those funny. We watched the Sammy Davis Jr. Roast last night, and they were just cutting rank 
racist jokes. Jokes about watermelon. Jokes about Sammy's uh, being black. Uh, jokes about Sammy being Jew. All these great... And, and you know what? Now, this may shock you youngins out there. Sammy Davis Jr., which you won't know anything about because he's talented. He's also dead. And why listen to him? Because he's not twerking. He's not figgity-fagging and fickaroo and his three buckaroo fucks who just won the Bammy Awards that you watched as you jerked off to your QB. So Sammy Davis Jr., uh, he was this very talented uh, gentleman. He happened to be black. Uh, he was part of the Rat Pack, which is another group of people you have no interest in because I know postmodernism artwork and art in general <clears throat> requires no talents to be foreign to you. Uh, but uh, he was not only the only black person up there, he was the guest of honor, and people would roast him. There were other black gentlemen and ladies, one cute one, one like, it's like, hey, where the hell were you? Wasn't even alive back then. I was like, hey. Will Chamberlain was in there too. That was another cool one. When Will Chamberlain came up, the guy is seven one, and just towered over Sammy Davis. But they cut racial jokes, and the black people laughed at them because the jokes were funny. Now, I know humor is also a lot, like talent, achievement, accomplishment, success, excellence. Humor is also lost on the younger generations. Uh, but these people were cutting jokes on black, and they weren't black themselves. The white people were cutting jokes on the black people. The Jews were cutting jokes on the Gentile. There was cross-class joke-telling, which, as you all know, is Istinism is the worst thing you could possibly do. But for some reason, for some reason, <coughs> maturity, uh, everyone was having a good old time, and they were rolling. And then Rickles gets up there, and holy shit. Rickles was, he's like, oh, he's dead now, but he was like the Mark McGuire. He'd just come up and clean up the bases. No matter how good, different comedians would come in. Um, who was it? Bob Host, when he got roasted, it was Ronald Reagan, Billy Graham. Uh, Billy Graham was real nice because, you know, obviously he had to be. Uh, but you, you just get some zingers in there. And just when you think it can't get any worse, just when you think... Like, no, they can't go, not necessarily lower, but it can't be any more sharp or cunning or skewering. There's no, that guy, Foster Brooks, masterfully skewered Sammy Davis. Up comes fucking Rickles and just blows it out of the water. Just, just destroy, whoever it was, we watched three of them now, but whoever's in that hot seat, you, you just, everyone's rolling with Rickles. And and you could tell most of them are reading a script, but you could tell Rickles is just a natural. He he has his script, but then he also plays, and he could he could get back like okay, perfect example. Uh, I think it was Rickles. Yeah, Rickles was ripping on Bob Hope, and then Dean Martin gets a jab in at Rickles, and Rickles, without missing a beat, turns out says, thanks, Jerry. And now, if you don't know why that's funny, too bad for you, but it's just brutal. Just brutal. So I've been taking time to enjoy and relax. It's not all work. And then if you watch maybe an hour of TV, you look, it's 10 o'clock, like, oh, crap, time to go to bed. But that, that, um, that Nintendo Switch... Not only does it dock into your television, you, it's also portables. And I take it out of the television, I put on the controllers, and I go downstairs, I play that a little bit. Before going to bed listening to, oh, 
The Backloft, World Class Bullshitters. Who else have I been listening to? Um, in Our Time, that's a good one. Can't listen, can't listen anymore to the Stuff You Missed in History podcast. I can't listen to these smug, ugly history women. It's all... It's basically the, the Minority Vagina History Show. Did you know there was a black, Hispanic, female, lesbian, Portuguese, Vietnamese woman that, that, that was the first woman to, you know, ride a bus in the front on a Tuesday going from Albuquerque to Dallas? I was like, no, I didn't. Well, it's very important to history. It's just like it, it starts to become like um, uh, African-American History Month or any, any, any race history appreciation month where they pick the lamest you know, they're all, especially African American History Month, Black History Month. You got Bass Reeves. You got Harriet Tubman. Now, she makes it every once in a while. There was the other guy who escaped the slave plantation, took over a Confederate battleship, ran it with a bunch of slaves to the north, entered the army, fought the Confederacy, and then ran and won Congress at the end of the war. You don't hear about that guy? Or, oh, what was his name? Oh, let's not make a movie about him. Let's make another movie about 12 days of slay. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Uh, but no, they, they, they always pull up and they always, oh, this person was a poet. This person was an activist. This person was an activist. This one was a civil rights activist. This was an activist too. It's like, do you know what cool is? Do you have any idea what, what cool and being accomplished is? <sighs> Where was I going with that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I uh, have been taking time to watch television, play a little bit of video games. Oh, that's right, the podcast, and that's all. That's all that stuff you missed in history podcast. That's all it's about is. Uh, let's take the most lame accomplishments of non-white males. And and try to make that celebratory. It's like you have. I will give you that. I will give them that. They did do Bass Reeves. That's how I learned about Bass Reeves. Like, okay, that's cool. But the rest of it, and they skew towards vagina. It's the vagina history show, and it's it's not very. They have some good earlier parts, but then it's just like, oh my god, Tina. It's that type of gals. It's not like a cool. These aren't cool chicks doing it. Did you know? That this, do you like pizza? The thing on pizza. Do you like pizza? I do. Now, I don't know if I like New York deep dish or Chicago deep dish. You know, there is a debate. It's like, oh, wow. Welcome to 95 IQsville. <laughs> um, let me bang out something. So I'm a little off cadence today. I, uh, I have been working a lot and I have not been getting a lot of sleep. Uh, and we're going to kill two birds with one stone. I got a, a request, video request. And like I said, you pay me, I'll do it as long as it's legal. Legal. That's it. A gentleman writes, <clears throat> I presume a gentleman, do you do a video request about anything? Can you do one about chilling on a big, comfy, ginormous balloon when life gets you down? I know that sounds odd, but it's more like a relaxing thought when stressed. I love balloons, and how much would it be? If not, it's all good. And I'm almost like, okay, I got to do this. I, I got to, how do you not, 
like if this if there's even a chance a guy's gonna pay me to do this to say Aaron what was your craziest weirdest request and I was gonna say well was it no this one's gonna rank up there this one's gonna rank up there uh, I said hi well I could certainly put together a poem or something about how much I'd love to chill out on a big comfy balloon and fly across the world I guess it would cost around forty dollars for me to sit down and put pen to paper and then put out the video if you're interested to make the payment here so this is what was that? That's yeah, a month ago. Uh, sure enough, today. Uh, keep replying. Yeah, wait, where'd it go? If you can ramble, that'd be great. There was there was a couple more exchanges. He even sent me a picture. Where's the picture? Where'd the picture go. Bear with me, gentlemen and ladies. All right, I got to find the picture later, unless it's up here. No, is it down here? Here we go. Here's the picture. He sent me a picture of a balloon. I don't know if he drew it, but it's a little kid or a younger guy up on a, a balloon. And the balloon itself is smiling. He's just sitting there happy on the balloon. And so I will, I will <clears throat> earn my money. Rambling. He wants me to ramble about what it's like to be sitting on a big, comfy balloon floating around the world. And uh, if you want, you could skip over this. But I just wanted to do it, see if I could do it. So, all right, do you do anything? Can you do one about chilling on a big, comfy, ginormous balloon when life gets you down? I know it sounds odd, but it's more like a relaxing thought when stressed. I love balloons. And how much would it be? All right. All right. Balloons. <clears throat> they are relaxing because they remind you of your childhood because the sad truth about balloons is adults don't play with them. In part because they're finite. In part because you're old. In part because you know what's going to happen. And it's not even magic. If you get the helium balloons, you know, well, helium weighs less than the air around it, and that's why it goes up. And then you lost your balloons, and then after a while, especially if you're an adult and you have kids and they get balloons, you realize they kind of clutter up the thing. They kind of clutter up. Now, my niece, wonderful niece, she loves balloons. Oh, does she love balloons. We went and visited one of her great uncles in the hospital once, And I wish I had known to bring two-year-old nieces with me to pick up chicks because every nurse was actively unhinging their own bra in that wing because they thought that I was single and that was that was my niece. And uh, sometimes balloons and and, you know flowers go uh, unclaimed or someone's released for the hospital or unfortunately someone passes away, and so the nurses' station ended up with uh, this set of balloons. And so we're walking around, and my little niece says, Balloons! And you look at the kid, and the immediate adult in me is like, Oh, we're going to have to deal with them. We're going to have to drag them around. Does the mom want it in her house? And then the other part of me was like, Holy cow, this kid really loves balloons. And the nurses are just way too excited to give my niece the balloons. And she's like, well, she can have them. Does she want the balloons? Now, you know what the nurses are doing with the balloons. They love the kid so much. The kid is so cute. And girls, you know, they, they like children because they want, they want some deep down inside. They all do. They just never admit it. 
Like, do you want to have the balloons? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I, and she's like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm like, are you sure? Because it's probably for some. No, no, these went unclaimed. And we have that. I'm like, okay, okay. So I give my little niece the balloons. And it's not one of them. It's like a whole group of them. And there was a heavy weight with like plastic and beads to hold it down so it won't just fly up into the air. And this girl held it like Jason did the golden fleece. She just looked at it. And no thank you, no nothing, not giving a hug to the nurse. Shoom, out. She's running down the hallway with her balloons. It's just running. Ah! And she's just looking at them, holding them right in front of her. And I look at, and you could just see the nurse like, oh, like the, the kid just took off, grabbed it and ran. I'd imagine it's much like when, you have a one-night fling, and then the, the girl wonders why you're putting on your pants and getting out before the sun comes up. So, boom, she takes off like a rocket. I said, thank you, I got to go. And I'm chasing after her, and you can't do this full-out sprint after chasing a child. You have to kind of jog a little bit because you don't want to blow them over. I finally catch up. I right, give me a hand, all right, because we don't want to bump people's IVs. And cause there's a lot of balloons. And she was just so excited about the balloons. And she, now, of course, she's only two. She didn't really understand hospitals or who her great uncle was and all that. But she said, she just loved, that was it. And for the rest of the night, until she went to bed, had to go to bed with the balloons. And that's why balloons are de-stressing. And they make you relax. And they're wonderful. Because it goes back to when you were a kid and you didn't worry about crap. Fortunately, as an adult, there's not much you could do with balloons. You look at them. Okay, they're there. Now they're in the way. Uh, if they don't have the helium, they just lie on the ground. Maybe you can rub your hair with them and they'll stick them to a, or the back of a couch or, you know, you can teach the kid about magic. You know, if a kid thinks it's magic, like you got the balloon to stick on the wall. It's it's about the same level of magic as paper airplanes. Two-year-old nieces just think you're you're a god with these tricks you can do. And you put them up there, and then you inevitably drift down as the static electricity, you know, goes away. And then even the helium balloons lose their helium, or whatever happens to helium, I don't know. And they fall down, they get shrivelly like an old woman's pruny boob. And then inevitably you have to throw away the balloons. And that's the best you can hope out of the helium balloons, or of the balloons, is they throw them away. What's worse is you get balloons, and then they lift off up into the sky because you weren't holding on to them at the zoo or whatever. And then you're thinking as a little kid, like you're, you're like, eh, my balloon. Some kids cry, but then usually there's this beauty and joy of watching them float up into the sky and fly away. <clears throat> and this is why I really like balloons and where I can let my mind go. Because as a little kid, not too unlike the movie Up, and I guess technically, scientifically possible, I always wanted to attach balloons to my tricycle. So I could fly up into the sky and go visit my grandpa. Even though the jet stream went away from my grandpa. But that's what's great about being three, probably two, and not knowing about the real adult world. And so the balloon, when I saw it went up, yeah, I was sad, but I looked at how high it went and it kept going until you couldn't see it anymore and realized that's how far it went and it keeps going and it introduces the concept of travel and adventure. And at first I tried to try a stick to my, my uh, tricycle. Because I saw helicopters. I thought the stick would helicopter. I just fly my 
my tricycle to my grandpa, or at least the park, which was across the street. I remember trying to convince my parents to just tie. <laughs> just, just love how parents crush kids. I, ideal. I wanted my parents to just tie a string to a stick to my tricycle, because that's how it engineering. That's my aerospace engineering uh, expertise uh, level back then. It's not good. Why are you gonna do it? I don't think. And as as an uncle, this is what's great as an uncle because you get to look at the parents doing it. Why are you doing it? Introduce reality. Introduce all. And then a, a, an uncle or a grandpa or an aunt or a grandmother could come in and say, "Will you chain the fucking uh, stick to his fucking tricycle and let him try it? Will you let the kid dream?" But then when I saw the balloon, you know, tie, we tied the stick to the tri- It didn't do anything. And I was crushed because I was thinking like, oh, dude, I can just fly out of here. But then when I saw the balloons work, I'm like, hey, different prototype. And then you could dream wherever it would go. Wherever you wanted to go on your balloons, a big one, a little one, tied to a tricycle or not, if you can balance sitting on a big balloon and just go float anywhere. Of course, the only time you go outside with balloons is when it's sunny and beautiful and summer out, and so you think it's going to be, you know, it's like the it's like the beginning scene or level of every RPG or any kind of adventure, uh, fantasy fiction type of movie, Lord of the Rings. Everything's green rolling hills and blue skies, and you just drift off on for forever. And the unknown, that was the best part, was the unknown. Because as a little two or three year old, you didn't know what was beyond that hill. You never went past that hill. You have probably gone past the hill. It's just your dad took you in the car. You went down half a mile that way, quarter mile that way. You didn't have the concept of a mile. So you probably were behind that hill. You just didn't recognize it. For you, that thing went on forever. And the balloon was the way to get there. The balloon was, was your driver's license, your pilot's license to go wherever you wanted and nothing would be wrong, and you wouldn't be worried about falling down. You would just float away to some other place where potentially your grandpa was. It would be wonderful. And that's how that's that's what I love about balloons. That's Now, if you wanted a big one, because you want to chill out on a big, comfy, ginormous balloon when life gets you down, uh, yeah, you can do that. But you're going to face a little bit of logistical or uh, engineering, structural. What's the word I'm looking for? You can't just sit on top of a balloon. Like when you were a kid, you try and sit on one of those bouncy ball balloons and fall and tip over. You'd have to have a specially designed balloon to coast to drag you away. But it's just, why not got a hot air balloon? You could do this as an adult, you know. You could do it. You can have your dream. You just get in a hot air balloon with nobody else. Sure, it's a little expensive. Although there's also ultralights, power paragliders, power paragliders. That might be another one to consider. But yeah, man, next time you got problems in life, next time you're sitting there as an adult and you got adult problems, the only way you could escape adult problems, well, you, you solve them, but then you're only, they're only replaced by new adult problems. But to escape from them, yes, you're going to have to go back to your childhood and either merely think about balloons or maybe go buy some balloons and just let some balloons go off into the sky. That might be therapeutic. Wait for a nice day. Uh, or you go for a hot air balloon ride. Go for a big hot air balloon ride. That's on, that's on the other end where you're not just thinking about it, you're actually doing it. 
and then you can dream. The other problem, you're going to have to really work hard at it depending on how good you are with geography. I always envied girls and guys, the few of them that are out there that don't know north, south, east, and west, to truly get lost. I can't do that anymore. That's that's the innocence that's taken away as being a child. Like Now I know exactly what's over that hill back in my old house, back in my childhood. It, it's just another neighborhood. I know exactly where everything... I can't get lost. I don't even look at maps anymore while I'm driving across the country. That's how well I know the country. And I know exactly where I am at all times. And so hopefully you don't know north, south, east, and west. Hopefully that's one of the benefits, one of the few. It comes with not knowing where you are. You can truly get lost right in your big red balloon. So that's it. I hope my podcast audience liked it. I had to kill two birds with one stone. I had to save time. Save myself probably, oh, 40 minutes there, which is which is vital in Cappy Land. All right, let's get the sponsors out of the way. Uh, we got my Patreon account, Aaron, uh, patreon.com slash, uh, yeah, dot com slash Aaron Clary. Uh, we have my Amazon affiliate program. You guys all know what to do there. Just go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Amazon banner and shop away. I get my commish, and you don't pay any more. Rattlerstrap.com. Visit our good friend, uh, old old sponsor over at Rattlerstrap.com. It's one of those cool paracord belts. They do not break. And then academiccomposition.com. Alex is looking to hire uh, marketers. He's, he's gearing up for the uh, end of the academic year. So uh, go to academiccomposition.com if you're looking for a little bit of work that you could do from home. It's not exciting work. It's boring. It's writing people's papers and doing marketing on uh, Craigslist and the likes. Uh, and then also if you're looking to not write boring, stupid academic papers that have nothing to do with the degree you're pursuing, consider hiring out Alex and his crackpot team of writing staff over at academiccomposition.com. Uh, they also do resumes, $100 a resume. It might be worth dropping $100 to have professionals put together your resume rather than spend hours filling out one application to have it and the 43 subsequent ones that you spent 500 hours putting together get shot down and thrown in the garbage bin by the HR broad. Uh, InvisibleHandFashion.com, born out of frustration from the inability of idiotic workers in large leftist shithole to understand basic logic, Invisible Hand Fashion serves up cold hard facts in both snarky and subtle forms. You can go invisible hand fashion, like Adam Smith's invisible hand, invisiblehandfashion.com, and go and buy some really cool shirts and bags and other stuff, other types of merch that is guaranteed to be coming out. Uh, Buy them. Uh, Just go look at, just go to the site, check it out. Uh, There's one in the mail they're sending me that mocks and ridicules liberal arts majors. There's charts that are put on shirts. It's, uh, these are not your average shirts, all right? So go ahead, check that out, invisiblehandfashion.com. Steve's Jerky, go to www.facebook.com slash Steve's Jerky. Um, he is, and that's that's all I have to do to sell it because if you go there and you look at the pictures, you'll be like, oh, that looks really good. So if you like beef jerky, buy from Steve. Uh, it's $10 for a five-ounce pack. And what is it? Plus five, five bucks, ten dollars. Plus five bucks shipping and handling for so fifteen bucks for a five ounce pack. If you buy three or more packs, he will cover the shipping for you. Businessbuyeradvantage.com. In order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in business for yourself. It's faster, cheaper, easier, and less risky to buy an already successful business than it is to try to do a startup. Access tons of free information about how to go 
and buy and sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see and want to go de- deeper by taking the Business Buyer Advantage online course, use the discount code CLARY to get a special price. Well, not to mention, um, go into his, his YouTube channel and just binging on his videos before, you know, cash in your 401k or RRSP. You might want to do that before you go ahead and buy a business, right? So that is some, that's like asshole consulting, except uh, it'll save you even more money. You know, drop the thousand bucks on this guy. Talk to him uh, before you cash in $450,000. I've never known anyone like it's been my dream to own a restaurant and that restaurant turned out to actually be a dream. It's my be- It's been my dream to run this type of business and it's a dream. It never is. It never is. You watch too much TV back in the 70s and the 80s. It is not fun running a business. It's work. It's slightly less painful than working for someone else. That's that's a business. That is, you have achieved success in entrepreneurship when you run a successful company, and it's slightly less annoying than working for someone else. Uh, that's that's the most optimal outcome. So make sure you buy the correct business by going to businessbuyeradvantage.com and uh, uh, going there today. Uh, the Clary Podcast is sponsored by akingscastle.com. A King's Castle is a place for men who want to leave a legacy and advance Western civilization with daily articles by various authors, lively commenters who have both serious discussion and fun-loving jokes, a forum for more serious discussions, and even the occasional lulzy troll. You'll want to make a King's Castle a daily visit or add it to your RSS feed. Whether you are a father, someone who wants to become one, or just a masculine man looking for more than just banging women, a king's castle is the next step in Manosphere sites that will encourage you to become a man with a long-term pe- uh, purpose. Stop by a kingscastle.com today, and then if you ever stop in there, tell them that the captain sent you. xyz.net.au, if you happen to be Australia, or you just happen to be interested in Australia, go there to get all your red pill news, xyz.net.au, headed up by a bunch of good Aussie guys. Who are like us here? They're just sick and tired of the leftist SJW Marxist bullshit, and they uh, they're all right with being Australians. They are proud to be Australians, and they have no get the guilt free Australians over xyz.net.au. So check them out if you are interested. What's going down in Oz? MTFUnow.com. That stands for Man the Fuck Up Now.com. When we started our brand, we just wanted to sell cool t-shirts and hoodies, but the brand quickly became something more than just an our apparel brand. It became a symbol for people who were fed up with the direction our country is going. And I will attest that they have really nice hoodies. Hoodies are very nice. MTFU is about taking responsibilities for your decisions and actions. MTFU is about standing up for what you believe in despite what other people think. MTFU is about being the person you were meant to be instead of what other people want you to be. It has nothing to do with gender, race, or economics. It has to do with living your life to your potential and helping others around you do the same. Lifting each other up instead of tearing each other down. We promise to do our part, but we'll need your help to change the world. Please help us now by joining the MTFU revolution. Go to www.mtfunow.com. <clears throat> then we got, well, we got more stuff. We got my books, Reconnaissance Man, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Black uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, The Empress is Indispensable, Got to Choosing the Right Major, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ, Poor Rich's Retirement. think that's it. Oh, then we got my two best of the blog compilations, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserved. You can find those on Amazon and paperback, Kindle, and audio in most instances. 
The backups and the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty are not in audiobook. Review them online, write reviews, just or give a star review online if you have read them. It really does help with the sales. And while you're at it, check out some other people's books, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Two books by our good friend Adam Piggott. Visit his site by going to pushingrubberdownhill.com. He just had a podcast I'm listening to right now about, what was he talking about? He was talking about, oh, kind of shots fired over in the Mansphere world. Him and he got some guff for slamming on, uh, well, I wouldn't even say slamming, just disagreeing. Him and the Great One. And then he got some kind of invite by the Dark Triad Man or Triad, tri- yeah, Dark Dark Triad Man. Um, Ivan Thorpe? Um, he's a guy with a mustache. <laughs> and it was something, I, I was, I was kind of half paying attention, but he was like, dude, what is this? It's like, some kind of like, it, it's some convention or, or meetup he's got going on and, and it, Sounded PUAE and it allowed women and I I kind of I'm not a big fan, as you guys know, it is horrendously inefficient and economically inefficient to do. Uh, I'm not against meetups like to to meet and meet space that you need for psychological purposes. You need to have fun, but conventions and where you know marches and this is apolitical. The you know, the million woman march where they all put on their pink pussy hats. I All I can do when I look at that is <clears throat> look and say, how much resources and time did you waste? You're not going to do anything. You're not. In part because you can't. You can vote to have more money transferred to you and your, your cause. But running around there and hey, hey, ho, ho, men with penis have got to go or whatever they chant, uh, it's, it's counterproductive to them. Occupy Wall Street. You didn't do anything. Okay, take it back. You wasted a lot of your time, money, resources, and effort. And presumably, if you're not the 1%, you don't have a lot of money. That's, that's basically all Occupy Wall Street was. You got well, give us the money. No. We really want the money. No. I already pay 60% in taxes. Fuck off. We need more money. If, if, you, if you can't make it with 60% of my money, what more do you think you're going to... Maybe you're the problem? So, the way he was describing it, it just sounded douchey. It just sounded like, come on, get together, guys, and we're going to be in, in dude bro-y. And I was like, no, what? You... It remind, you know what it reminded me of is like two podcasts ago when I went on that meetup group and I saw the meetup advertised for how to get laid without being creepy. And it had... It, it, sadly, it had like 34 attendees going, and I look at the attendees, I'm like, wow, there's not one ounce of testosterone in any of these attendees going. And that's what it, it got, it got, it felt fake, it felt like scripted, it felt Mike Cernovich I'm going to tell you, it felt Tony robbins it, it felt like a sales thing. Like, we're going to get together, and we're going to change, we're going to change the world. No, you're not going to change the world. You're not. Something. Might make some money along the way. You ain't going to change the world. Anyway, so I'm listening to that podcast. It's pretty good. You know, Shots Fired by Adam Piggott. You can check out his site, pushingrubberdownhill.com, where he has writings, and he also has his podcast, the podcast I'm listening to now. Little bit of Manosphere gossip and dirt talk there. Uh, Of personal liberty, the truth of minor vehicle infractions. If you have an interest in the law particularly constitutional law, you might like this case, this argument put forth by Verlburn. 
Uh, you can find it on Amazon.com. Short read with lots of citations, lots of references. Uh, it was it's not, not, I, I personally didn't like it. Uh, I mean, it was written very well, but I'm, I'm not into law and legalese. But for those of you who happen to be uh, interested in law, I think you would very much like this book. So check it out, Of Personal Liberty, The Truth of Minor Vehicle Infractions. You can find that on Amazon.com. Our good buddy, Roll Tomasi. Visit him at his site, therationalmail.com. And check out his latest book, Positive Masculinity. Again, available on uh, Amazon.com. Another book, Niggas Ain't Gonna Read by Marcus Brown. You know our short little buddy, Marcus Brown. He's even shorter than me. Uh, he is in Chicago. He grew up in Chicago. And unlike me, he is black. So he wrote a book about getting out of poverty, basically. But it should carry a little bit more credibility because, once again, I am not black. <clears throat> and I did not grow up in the ghetto. Uh, what else we got? Um, assholeconsulting.com. Check that out if you got questions and need my personal touch that goes beyond my books or you just plain don't want to read my books. That's that's another thing because you can read my books, but some of them would take five, six hours to read. And if you don't want to waste five or six hours, just rather have your problems solved, contact me at Asshole Consulting. Might be worth the, on average, $35 a charge for a video. 25 at charge for an email, although after this week I might jack up prices. You can advertise on the podcast. It's $50 a month. We get about 3,000 listeners weekly. Uh, and I also throw in some ads on the YouTubes and, and uh, my website and all that. And and usually I'm procra- I am procrastinate getting them up there and I procrastinate taking them down. So you'll probably have like <clears throat> three months. You pay for one, you get three months of banner ads on the blog just because I'm like, oh, here you go. Uh, conservativebrew.com if you want to buy coffee that is uh, better than Black Rifle Coffee and the money still doesn't go to leftists may I recommend conservativebrew.com very good coffee Uh, I prefer it over Black Rifle Coffee and I'm not saying that because these guys pay me or give me free coffee I'm saying because it's true I was excited by Black Rifle Coffee I bought about four or three different types of uh, blends they had and they just weren't that good they weren't that good but I'll be honest with everybody Leftists are really good at making coffee. Leftists are really good at making coffee and being lawyers. That is true. They're very good at that. That's where they just... They, oh, and they're better politicians. Not morally. They're just better at running circles around the Republican Party. They're just better. <laughs> the Republicans suck in that regard. <clears throat> and then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. 405media.com. Check out John Grant's operation over there. Over on the 405 where you can listen to a whole showcase not just one podcast not the 405 media is the is the podcast that's the radio station of a whole host of podcasts so you could go ahead and find something of your liking there we have financial survival network.com our good friend carrie lutz he also wrote the book um viral podcasting if you're looking to get into podcasting but he is he's your uncle down in florida who's going to teach you everything you need to know about precious metals and central banking so tune into his podcast, Conto Talk, with our good friend Silvio Conto. He's down in Dallas. If you happen to be of the Latino Hispanic persuasion, and you're like, ah, I'm sick and tired of listening to Univision and Telemundo tell me that we need more money and that Venezuela is just a freak accident in Cuba, well, they were really nice people anyway, and you maybe were trying to escape these evil regimes, and maybe, maybe just because you got brown skin doesn't make you a leftist commie piece of shit. Well, go listen to Silvio because he's going to be one of the few Latino voices out there that isn't just lining up to suck Karl Marx's dick. So check him out at Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O, and read his book, uh, Cubanos from Wisconsin. 
he was born in Cuba and escaped. Uh, so it, it's a very interesting book. And the reason for Wisconsin is they ended up settling in Wisconsin, which I don't know how they did that. Well, I know because I read the book, but uh, I don't know why they did that. They had all their family in Florida. It's like, well, it's warm there and there's no taxes and there's other Cubans and they have good cigars. And Wisconsin has cows and cheese and the Green Bay Packers. And that's about it. O'Shea Jackson, our good buddy over in Poland, becoming a doctor. He also happens to have a YouTube channel. Check him out, O'Shea Jackson. Um, he um, he does a lot of... Oh, he runs a, another site, negromanosphere.com. Uh, obviously a brother. Uh, and that's kind of what he focuses on is uh, Negro Manosphere topics. But he delves into other things as well, too. Uh, entertaining and funny as shit. If you get... If, like... <laughs> Here's a pun. Imagine if Stefan Molyneux had a little more color. <laughs> no, O'Shea is, is like uh, got a little bit more personality and isn't as oh, hello, yes, ding diggly dingly. Not that Stefan Molyneux sounds exactly like David Niven, uh, but if you're looking for some a little little more crass and not as yeah, even O'Shea's highbrow. If you're looking for something funnier than Molyneux and not as serious, but still serious, check out O'Shea Jackson. Jim Fear at 138.blogspot.com. Not only does he have a podcast, he does voice work for me and has recorded several of my books. If you are an author or for whatever reason need a voice actor or a narrator, consider contacting and hiring Jim Fear. You can contact contact him at jimfear138.blogspot.com. tjmartinell.com. Ooh, I got to download his podcast. <clears throat> um, author. Rip, dude, he's he's in shape. I met him one time. I'm like, he's a pretty big. And I looked at him recently on a picture. I'm like, God damn it! All jacked and everything, hiking in those damn mountains he lives in. Check him out, and he's got a bunch of books, The Stringers, and then another one. I try to set him up with a client of mine down in California. I'm trying to find a good-looking, intelligent man who's young. Got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, have you looked up my buddy T.J. Martinell? No? I'm like, yeah, why don't you look him up? Is this the guy? Yeah. Ooh, he's hot. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Oh, Aaron never gets so you're hot. Nobody loves Cappy. Nope. I get just as many gay guys hitting on me as straight women. The old captain don't get no loves from the straight girls. It's all right. No, that's all right. Just because T.J. Martinell's six foot three and ripped and, you know, good looking and accomplished, you know. Younger than me? Well, that's all right. No, nope, no, nope, that's fine. That's fine. I'm okay. Cappy don't need no love. Cappy don't need no love. Cappy's just going to go and do his thing. Cappy's, Cappy's too damn busy to feel sorry for himself, frankly, at all. Anyway, check him out. TJMartinell.com, website, podcast, but books. Check out his books, too. He does, his specialty is kind of film noir type of stuff. Small scale life. If you're interested in gardening and kind of want to say survivalistic podcast, but you want to learn how to garden, and it's a little more meditative. I gave him guff. I gave him a lot of guff because I was saying, like, dude, you, you, you're very soft. You're touchy-feely and da 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 I'm like, oh, this ain't going to go anywhere. Now he's got almost as many followers as me. And then I realized, oh, hey, Aaron, not everybody in the world is a short, angry man with rage, anger, and bitterness in him. Sometimes people want to chill out and rely. There are other people in the world that are not exactly like you who all need to fucking die. No. Uh, So if you want something much more calm, much more relaxed, 
have your chamomile tea, and listen to Small Scale Life. Entrepreneurs in Cars with Rich Cooper. He's on YouTube. Check our Canadian friend out. Uh, yeah, speaking of ripped, good Lord. Uh, and Michael Kingswood, our author buddy, the only, the only non-communist science fiction author. Our good friend Michael Kingswood. You can look him up on Amazon.com. But if you want to listen to some of his readings, he has some. He doesn't do just novels. He'll do short stories and he'll read some of them. I'd almost say his specialty is short stories, but this guy bangs out. This guy uh, produces more books than uh, Detroit uh, Corner Horror produces uh, herpes virus strains. I mean, this guy is banging them out. Uh, so podcast.michaelkingswood.com slash RSS. Safetyphd.com. Good visit, uh, go visit our friend Dr. David Perodin. He is the safety doc. He is America's foremost safety expert, and he actually is. And if you happen to have kids, and I contacted him. He must be busy because I, I sat and I thought about it. I'd like to have him on the show. So, Doc, if you're listening, we still got to talk about what you got to do in South Dakota. He's taking his family to South Dakota. And um, But uh, I do want to do, like, the top ten things you can do to improve your safety. Um because he's he's on it, man. He's like studying the statistics and the analysis. And some some of it may be dry. You might find him boring and nerdy. Until all of a sudden, you start talking about things like, oh yeah, pedophiles grooming your children. Oh, would you like to would you like to lower the chances of that? All right. Well, maybe you ought to turn into safetyphd.com. All right. You can find Doctor Peridon spelled P-E-R-R-O-I-D-N. You could you can find the RSS feed real quick, like. Um, but yeah, just go to safetyphd.com. You'll find him there. All right, and that's it for the sponsors. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? From globalnews.ca, going to go up to Canada, our good buddies up north in Canada. Liberal approval rating drops to 44% as women middle class look to Tories. Ipsos poll. <clears throat> Discontent with the Trudeau liberals has grown to such a level that if a federal election were held tomorrow, the conservatives would romp to a comfortable win. That's according to a new Ipsos poll that found the liberals to be hemorrhaging support even among their target demographics, namely middle class women, or the middle class women and millennials, many with many progressive increasingly weighing up a vote for the NDP. Overall, 56%. Of the 1,003 Canadians served for the polls, said the Liberals have fallen short of expectations, with 60% saying it's time for them to make way for another federal party. Only 5% said the Trudeau government exceeded their expectations. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau may have a gender-balanced cabinet, but it's the Conservative Party that's doing best with female voters. Uh, 35% of women say... See, <clears throat> Justin Trudeau helped out those five or six gals that's in his cabinet. Screw every other gal else out there. Because why would you care about, you know, doing what's best for the Canadian people? you got to do what's best for diversity, feminine, whatever your tenets and your ideologies. 35% of women say they'd vote for the Conservatives, with liberals snagging up 30% in the NDP, not far behind at 26%. What's the NDP? <clears throat> Let's pull this up here. I'm not that familiar with Canadian. I'm not that familiar with American politics. New Democratic Party. Uh, Social Democratic Political Party, leader of the federal wing, is Jameet Singh. Oh, is this that commie, worthless piece of fuck you guys have? Oh, yeah, this scumbag. Oh, God. 
Oh, so you got two leftist uh, groups. It's just basically what, a socialist party? Principles and policies, platform, ideological orientation. Just just tell me either. Why it has voted to distance itself from a description of its politics as socialist. But you are socialist. <laughs> oh. Canada's done. Stick a put a fork in you guys. Um blah 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 blah. I'm not gonna read this uh anymore. Um I don't normally pay attention to the polls. And even I'm not paying attention to this one. I, I have a question. Uh, where is it? According to the new IPSIS poll that found liberals be hemorrhaging support. Uh, okay. If a federal election were held tomorrow, the conservatives would romp to a comfortable win. Didn't the guy just get elected? See, this is the one thing I have a problem with politics. You can see it in the United States. You can see it in the UK as well. The people are dumber than fuck. You guys just can't stick with one fucking program. I'm almost like would prefer look, stick with the stick with labor or stick with the Tories. Stick with the conservative Republicans, stick with the Democrats. Stick with the socialists, stick with people who like freedom. Just stick with it. So we can find out once and for all if something works or not. Now I know you can look at things, you can figure it out and be logical. <clears throat> you could simply not let your genetic inherent desire to be a lazy parasitic fuck to live off of other people not getting your way like oh yeah i guess you know freedom makes the most sense morally principally empirically but for those of you who tell me i i just like to look at the issues i'm a middle of the road voter and i just like to look at the issues you know i'm not democrat or republican i look at the issues i'm an independent well you guys are all wishy-washy fucking pussies without a spine choose Choose one. All you independent people either go left or go right. And it's like the, the best we can get is is like two uh, two elections in a row for the same president. Of course, they gotta they gotta go out. They gotta leave by that time. But then uh, what? Inevitably, invariably, the opposite party is elected in Congress. You guys can't make up your fucking mind. You elect one president, and then almost guaranteed, you throw in the completely opposite majorities in Congress. I know that's how the Founding Fathers wanted it, but I I just, I'm amazed. How long has Trudeau been? Has he even been in for a year? And already there's, oh, I might have a lack of vote of confidence, and it's been, let the socialist little spoiled brat trust fund baby pussy have a shot. Let's see what he can do. Some saner minds back when I had a radio show was my, my producer. He was young, he was in his 20s, and he's like, you know what? We should just, the Republicans just shouldn't run. They should just not run for 10 years, you know, just nope, whatever you want. Or if you are a Republican, you happen to be in office, you vote whatever the Democrats want. Say, no, we're going to give the American people the leftist, communist, socialist shit. And then after 10 years, it'd be so bad, people would say, oh my God, this is, like, you could expose the Democrats. Like, this is what socialism brings you. This is their platform. We've given them everything they wanted, and this is what has happened. And if you just let them have it for 10 years, to prove, you know, it's, it's like you got your little daughter. And, you know, she's 16 or 17. She's just as dumb and stupid and naive as the American people. Well, 15 year old girls aren't that dumb or stupid. 
and you're the father, and she brings home this douchebag, tatted-up loser. Okay, maybe, who knows, at 15, maybe kids have tattoos. I don't know. Brings in just some loser. And she's in love. I love him, father. You just don't understand. Do you want to go and fight and deal and wrestle with this pain-in-the-ass 15, 16-year-old child? Or do you want to say, you know what? Go date him. Go date him. You get pregnant. You get a disease. I'm not bailing you. You go do what you want, sweetheart. And then all of a sudden, he beats her. He gets her knocked up. And she contracts. He, oh, no, no, no. You don't complain. You don't get to come home. You stay out there. And you make that girl stay out there in the wilderness with douchebags and bad boys and not the good type that we all aim to pull the perfect balance off with while holding some modicum of morality and standards like the real bad guys. And then after 10 years, and now your daughter's 25, and she's got 13 kids from five different fathers, and Lord knows whatever else. You think she learned a lesson then? Or do you want to keep bailing her out, arguing, wasting your time? Oh, God, that's a cute redhead. Hold on. Hold on. Who is this? Hang on. Hold it. Sorry. Who's this global... Global news. We are... Global news. Hang on. How do I get out of here? Global news. Who is this gal? It's worthwhile. I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't mean to come to a screeching halt. Global news. CA redhead. Who is this gal? No, no. Dang it. She's not showing up. Redhead news anchor. All right. Sophie Luke. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Show me the redhead, guys. I don't want your brunettes or your blondes. Get your stupid Scandinavians out of here. National personalities. Ah, of course. Hottest girl I've seen in a while on the interwebs, and you guys don't have her front and center. All right, that's it. Anyway, getting back to my pre-distracted from this gorgeous redhead uh, on the news. Uh, Why even bother trying to argue with the Canadian? Why argue with the people? Now, I know the Republicans and the conservatives and the Tories and everyone on the right, you're just as dumb as the normies and conformies out there. I know you are. But if there were some true strategists, some truly intelligent people, why not just let... It's such a pain in the ass to fight and claw and scratch and climb. Just let... How much time in it would be cheaper and less, certainly less stressful? I think it would save a lot more money in the long run. It'd be much more effective to just let these stupid son-of-a-bitch spoiled Westerners have their socialist utopia. You, you want it? Here it is. Here it is. The Republicans are going to vote the way the Democrats do for the next 10 years. And you're going to get Democrat policy in spades up your ass. We're not going to vote against anything except, uh, you know, things that would, that would be mutually, like, you know, uh, it wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that the leftists would go ahead and try to make it a one party. So they, they try to turn it into a, a dictatorship. 
But the Republican, just go and vote with the left. Just go and vote with the left. Give it all. And teach those stupid, dumb monkeys and apes watching their fucking sports ball, eating their fucking wings, and these soy boys and these blue-haired, shaved-haired feminist nut jobs, these insane people, have them go get all this student education, have them go all the way into the head. Let them have it all. Let them have their utopia. Let them vote in. Everything should be free. Let them have it. Both barrels. And then after 10 years, conservatives, you, you have empiricism. You have a, a track record. You could say, we have voted in. Imagine if you started this in 1970. It'd be 1980. It'd be a thing of the past. And then the Republicans or the conservatives or the Tories or whoever would say, we have a track record now. We have history on our side. We showed you what happened. We played ball. We, did, we didn't turn down one program. There wasn't one single mother that didn't get her million-dollar check that we in the million-dollar check act for single moms who couldn't keep their legs shut. We even voted for that. And now, now look, you don't have electricity. The roads are shot. Unemployment is 19%. In California, it's 73%. Do what do you want? Do you want to try it our way now? And we would ask our good friends on the Democrat side... To do and return the favor. You're going to vote for what we want for the next 10 years. And then we will have concluded in what is actually a very short amount of time uh, in in terms of history history of countries. We'll have 20 years of the the world's greatest economic experiment. Nationwide, not statewide, but nationwide. Well, we did what the left wanted. We did what the right wanted. Now, which is it going to be, ladies and gentlemen? And then you can always point to it. You go, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, remember the 70s to the 80s when we did everything the leftists did? No, we did the 80s to the 90s, which kind of actually sort of what happened a little, sort of. But I just get sick. And imagine you wouldn't have to argue on Facebook or Twitter anymore. You wouldn't. Conservatives would be a very enjoy the declining type of approach. Yeah, let, let everybody in. There you go. Come on in. Yeah. No, you just free everything. And you just you just go about your day. It's out of your control. No, nope, we said we're going to do it for the next 10 years. The left didn't want Okay. And then for you people on the left, all five of you listening, you don't have to get worked up about what Trump did or he farted, what he said, something you didn't like, or what, oh my gosh, what did somebody, somebody say about somebody, somebody else saying something, something that Trump may have said. Nope. Okay. That's, it's their 10 years. We're good. We're done. We're good to go. But my God, trust Justin Trudeau hasn't been able to twiddle his twat more than a year, and you guys are already like, "Oh, did you know?" Right, right, right. Give him a shot. Not that he's going to do well. I don't. That'd be fine if he got unelected or whatever it is when you call the no vote of confidence. Whatever you you weird UK people do, you and your British electoral system, that weird system you guys got. I want I want the Canadians to suffer. I want, it's like California. I want Californians to suffer. I want you to vote in many. I want Detroit to suffer. I want Baltimore to suffer. I want every, I want Minneapolis, the city, to get a local income tax on the city of Minneapolis and its dumbass citizens. I want the people in St. Paul paying the highest property taxes ever. I want these stupid motherfuckers to pay the fucking price at their own hand. And then maybe, and just to give them no reason, no excuse, oh, they'll come up with it. The, the, the socialists always, the communists always go, ooh, capitalist saboteurs. 
capitalist saboteurs. Ooh, foreign influences. They'll, they'll go with it. But just, just food-wise, like, no, we gave you everything you wanted. We, we gave everyone doctorates and African-Americans stare at your jamoke. Women as by transgender, 48 flavors of gender, sculpture studies. You all have doctorates in that. And now, now we don't even have plumbing. And say, well, you, got all free, you all have free rent. Everything's free in St. Paul. Looks like a war zone right now, but everything's free in St. Paul. And then we could just say, fuck you, you're wrong, now we're doing it our way. And it would, and it, it would last at least a century. You, you, well, you could point to it for, forever. It would have, over the course of history, as long as history wasn't rewritten, uh-huh. it, could, it could solve so many debates. It would save so much money, trillions so for whatever amount of horrible pain you'd have to pay in the 10 years living under socialism, then, it, again, this is assuming the left would be honest, which they, they just bring in a ton of fucking third-worlders and second-worlders and make sure this country would never get up again. But it, you, you could just keep pointing, nope, come on, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Whatever you want, yep, free this, yep, okay. Then what happens? See, even, it kind of did happen. Look at Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe learned its lesson, like, uh, can the white farmers come back now? And the dipshits to the south, right next door, right next door. They, South Africa even had to suffer with all the Zimbabwean refugees going over. And they, they still made the same stupid mistake. But Zimbabwe learned. Zimb- those dumb motherfuckers who, let's get rid of the people who own the land and work the land and know the engineering and produce our food. Get rid of those fuckers. Even they figured it out. They figured it out. If those dipshits could figure it out, maybe a bunch of dopey, wings-eating, beer-horking slobs cheering on the Vikings and jerking off the Jordan Peterson even though you're a man, maybe even you commoners and fucking morons could figure it out. Even your wives might be able to figure it out when they're not too busy bowing down at Mark Dayton. need a lot of pain and this is simply the delayment of pain the canadians need more pain you need to i don't care about your polls it's too early the canadians haven't suffered enough Ugh. all right uh what else we got betterment talked about that if you want to buy gold in anticipation of the Democrats having full, complete, total control for 10 years, call my buddy Mike and buy some gold or silver from him. 763-657-7843. That's 763-657-7843. Uh, insured, and he can mail it anywhere in the country. So uh, even though that's uh, it's not too he's, – he's over my latitude, but to my west is where Mike is at. Uh, but let him know the captain sent you because he's helped me out in the past before. Uh, vote, subscribe, comment, like, share, check your nuts. Ladies, go get the mammogram. Tell friends, family, loved ones, Emmys you're different about. <sighs> Got questions, go to Asshole Consulting, buy my books. All right, that's it. I got to go and do more damn work. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.